Jacques Howard, I'm on location and I'm with Jojo who just got off the stage. So one of the things that electrified me when I first met you is number one, you've got this amazing presence, you know, with the jewelry, the fashion, the hair, you brought it all together. But when you step on stage, you have this powerful voice. It, it's, it, you're, someone standing next to me said, wow, her lungs are amazing. Can you just share a little bit about how you got started into singing? Well, actually, I started. I started knowing that I was like a show person when I was three. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> when I was three, I, see, the first thing I did was in church. Like, they, I had this little thing: flowers on my shoulders, slippers on my feet. I'm Mama's little darling. Don't you think I'm sweet? And then I kiss my hand and blow the kiss, right? And if they didn't let me sing, do that every Sunday, I would cry all day long. So they had to let me go up until it graduated to Jesus loves me this I know, <laughs> you know, till here I am, you know? Yeah. yeah. So uh, so church was where you got started with performing? Yes. And you said at three years old you knew this is what yes. you wanted to do. Yes. Were your parents encouraging? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, my matter of fact, my mom used to say, Joan, because it's Joan. My mom used to say, Joan, you're giving me a headache. Shut up. Stop it nice. <laughs> <laughs> so here you are now. You're mm -hmm. an adult. You're beautiful. You got this whole fashion, again, presence and everything that's going on. Talk to me about your latest album. My latest album is called uh, Bad Singer Girl, which is what they call me in the business of reggae, the Bad Singer <clears throat> Girl. So, um... The album is called Bad Singer Girl. That was released on August 8th. And th that's like a mashup of the genres. Like you have a little bit of garage, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of dancehall, a little bit of uh, reggae and, and, and other stuff like pop, you know, mm -hmm. is in there. So yeah, that's, that's one album. And I also released an album in December, December 29th of 2017. And that's a straight reggae album. Everything on it is just authentic reggae. <clears throat> yes. Now, I'm glad you brought up authentic reggae because there's this whole new movement of um, more roots-driven reggae that's a little different than dancehall. Mm -hmm. Can you just share about, about that whole thing that's happening from your perspective? From my perspective, I think that's being put in a box. It's all of this roots, 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 roots. That's not just what reggae is about. Reggae is very diverse in, in its genre in the sense that we have so many different sounds in reggae. It's no one thing, you know what I mean? So um, I see that the root songs are the ones who, the, the root singers are the ones who get the festivals. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually brought up in the conversation. Yeah, they're playing before like yeah. 30, 40, 50,000. And it really don't matter if they can sing. They could be like, Bobo Jada, Bobo Jada. And they can get that shit. <laughs> they don't have to be singers. They only have to be singing about Selassie and Trade and Rasta. And they're out there doing those festivals. I'm like amazed. Like, when are you going to get real singers? I'm sorry, but this is how I look at it. I know you have some good root singers out there, but half of the singers that they have on this, the, 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 the stuff, I don't know. I, I don't know because maybe they charge less <laughs> or what, you know, or they go for free. But they're. <laughs> It's serious. It's a serious situation. It's like all these root singers, and especially when it comes to the men, it's all men. You, you, you don't find any women. They're leaving the women behind. You know, they're not. They're not very welcoming of the women. You know, I'm, I have to ask all the time. What y'all don't like women? You know, 
what are we good for? We're good for a lot of things. Yeah, we we, we like to cook and take care of you and everything. But when, when all that stuff is, the, the, the mitten is off and all of that, we like to be on the stage rocking just the same. Mm -hmm. You know, but the men, they try to keep us out. But, you know, with a girl like me, I'm trying to bust through every wall. You touched on a couple of different things um, in, in that statement. Um, first, about being a singer. I mean, you are a singer. I mean, when you hit the stage, literally, you were singing. <laughs> you know, you were singing the tracks, but you were actually singing. So can you just talk about how that is like, how's that, how that is part of your character and oh who you gosh. are as a person? I'm nothing without singing. I gave up everything for singing. So this is who I am in its entirety. A singer, songwriter, you know, whatever. I'm an author as well. But we talk about that. But as a singer, it's, it's, it's such a passion that I gave up my business that was making like a minimum of 200000 a year for me in profits. And, you know, a hair salon and nightclub thing I had going. I gave that up, run to Jamaica, spent two years in Jamaica, rented a place, worked with Cox and Dodd of Studio One mm. for eight months, do 22 songs. Made, uh, it was supposed to be for an album, then he died. You know, you know of Cox and Dodd, right? So, yeah, so I've been, you know, working really hard at that. And I give up everything. This is what I do every day. Music, 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 music. I find that we're having a hard time as women getting our songs played as well. So one of the things I asked myself was, what can I do to get airplay without the payola? Because, you know, everybody wants you to touch up. Yeah, and yeah. They, they're not asking the artists who bust out there already and have all that money. They're asking little to me. To come up, to come up. Yeah, yeah. You, what you got for me? No. So what I decided, I, I decided, what can I give them aside from money and my body, <laughs> you know, to, to, to have my songs played? And I came up with the perfect thing. I listen to a lot of reggae radio stations and I realized that there are no news on most of the reggae stations. So I'm like, okay, ding, ding, ding. And I go, maybe I should start doing entertainment news report. So I started an entertainment news report, mainly of reggae artists, you know, some, some, some R&B pop, but mainly reggae artists. It's called the Buzz with Pistol. So I call myself Pistol Buzz. Yeah, and I started doing it, the Buzz with Pistol, sponsored by JojoMetMusic.com. There <laughs> you go. Yes, and what I did is, uh, in order, people ask me, oh, how much for your buzz? How much do we have to pay? And, and I'm like, well, all I want you to do is put some of my songs in rotation, and the track that is at the end of the buzz must be played every time the buzz, the buzz is played. And there are 68 stations across the world now that has that that uh, was important. Now, now that leads into my follow-up question. <clears throat> when I was introduced to you, they said that JoJo is a business woman. <laughs> She's Miss Professional. So, so this this all ties in together. Have you always had that acumen, that mindset of, of being a, a, in charge of the business, that entrepreneurial spirit? Yes, yes. And even when I was when I was in high school, I was like head of the debate team, I was like head of the 4-H club, head of the house, head of the desk, and you know, I was always that go-getter type person who likes to be in charge. And I remember when I was leaving high school, one of my, my English teacher wrote on the back of a photo she gave me and she said, always be the leader you are, you are never a follower. And I've always been that way. 
and I'm yeah. sure you knocked heads a little bit with your parents. <laughs> oh, all the time, my mommy. Yeah, we're so much alike. And, you know, I, I think she's mad that she sees so much of me in her. <laughs> that generally is what happens, Yeah, right? yeah. Right. So, yeah, that, and, you know, it, but it's mainly the resilience. Um, I'll never give up. I don't know what that is. I don't know how to even think about that. So my thing is, is like busting down every door, fighting, biting, you know what I mean? Whatever, punching, you know, to get through that door. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and in the meantime, I try to be nice to the ladies and try to bring a few of them along with me because it takes all of us to get past these boys, I'm telling you. You know, that's, that's something else that I wanted to talk to you about is the advocacy work that you're doing because you obviously are someone who understands the platform that you have and how important it is for you to utilize that platform to bring about better life for other people and for increased consciousness. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about um, feminism or women in what you're doing. And then I want you to talk about the opening statement that you dropped when you came onto, <laughs> when you came onto the stage. Well, um, as far as with the women, say that question again. <laughs> All right, so, so with the women, um, and let me maybe make it a little yeah. clearer. So there's a, there's a strong movement of empowering women and, yes. and taking uh, gender out of the equation. Yes. Just saying we're all right, right. human beings yes. with these different right, skill right. sets. From your perspective, just share some thoughts about that. Well, actually, I think first of all, um, the way they look at us these days, I, I think we put ourselves in this position where, and especially, I'm going to talk mainly about singers because I'm a singer, so I'm going to talk about the singers um, mainly. I think we sell ourselves short. Uh, we're so much more than we think we are, uh, a lot of us. And, um, you know, we feel like we have to stay behind or, or, or maybe kiss up to certain people, especially the men in the business, to go forward. And I'm saying there's power in numbers. There's strength in numbers. If we get together as women and start making our own movement, then they'll have to notice us. But I find that it's very hard to do that because we are the most divisive of people I know. We hate each other. Women hate <laughs> yeah, each other. We hate each other. I don't hate no women. I love my women. I, I'm, I'm always championing for them. I like to see them do good. I put them in my news reports more than I do some of the men. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even some of them, nobody will know who they are. I, I say, okay, I see she's, she's grinding and I put that person in my report and, you know, give them a little buzz. But I find that I don't get a lot of love myself. I, I think they don't know how to take me. They don't know what the women, they don't know what to do with me. I just had one young lady who, you know, I tried to work with her because, you know, I think she, she's okay, you know. She knows she's damn well okay. Mm -hmm. And she's not great yet, like most of us aren't. But it's like, she has a thing with me where she can't stand me. She delete me, then she called me, she hit me up and befriend me <laughs> on Facebook and said I was going through a bad time or whatever. Then now she finally delete me again, you know, another singer. And I'm like, what is wrong with them? Why are they freeing me the way they do? I, I have nothing but love for them because I just feel like in order for us to get through this and even get close to the top where the boys are, we have to do it together. Mm -hmm. I have a label called Fire and Ice Records. That's a label that I um, produced, I self-produced my second album. Yeah, um, 
not second album, the, the one this for August third, Bad Singer Girl. That was my production along with Winston Bias Solomon. Okay. Winston Bias Solomon is a big writer himself because he wrote with he wrote for, for Shaka Demas and Plyers' biggest songs, Tease Me and, and uh, he also co-wrote uh, Murder She Wrote. Mm -hmm. So I'm working with him, we are running this together and yeah, I got a lot of support behind me. Not from the women, I can tell you. There's one lady that a couple of ladies that start to see me and, and don't judge and don't, you know, wonder why her breasts out like that, why her leg out like that, why is she always half naked-ish, you know? I don't pray on that, I don't think about that. When I, when I get on the stage, I don't think about what I wear, what I do, uh, what, what, what I have on or anything. I think about what I'm gonna do once I get on that stage or what I'm gonna do once I get in that booth at the recording studio. I don't give credence to any of that stuff. So I'm all love for the women, love them, love them, and I'll always champion for them because not everybody's gonna love you. I have my fans out there, all two of them. You know? <laughs> well, I want to go back to what your your appearance. Although it is revealing, it's not um, it's not ostentatious. It's not that you're doing this. Hey, look at, yeah, me, look at me and look what I have yeah. and let me show you what I have. Do you, you know how I tried to cover these when I was going on? <laughs> and I'm like, get in there, stop. Well, that's one of the blessings of life, I guess. <laughs> and I'm sure it, it, it's very, uh, I'm sure a lot of the people enjoy themselves. You look very nice. Thank we'll you. say that, we'll keep, we'll keep it on the Thank DL, you. right? <laughs> Thank you. So, um, what do you have coming up next? Coming up next, uh, I have a show coming up in Florida, um, October 5th, then on the, 20, on the 25th of December, uh, not December? No, on the 25th of November, I'll be at uh, Grand Plaza Hotel in Saddlebrook, New Jersey with uh, members of the Delphonics, uh, Magic, Blue Magic, and um, uh, the uh, Cables, Rocksteady, Reggae Meets. Okay. R&B Meets Rocksteady. Yes. So that's going to be that event. Um, those are the things I have coming up. Right now, to be honest, I have a couple of people working with me as far as getting me gigs. And, but I do need a, 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 a booking agent of, of sorts because I'm doing everything on my own. <laughs> and it's kind of overwhelming, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's part about being that entrepreneur, that business leader that you are. All right. And I, I want to touch briefly on one of the songs <clears throat> that you performed tonight. And it was uh, The Castle. Oh, Limelight. Yes. So, I want you to talk about that song because one of the things I really enjoy, and I want to back up quickly, so one of the things that I really enjoy is watching artists be candid on stage and kind of tease a little bit about who they are and then bring it right back. And I think that song, you were doing that. <laughs> it's unexpected, right? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Even when I watch myself, like after a show, I watch myself doing it, I'm like, because that wasn't, that's, that's, that's dance all, you know, with a little something else in it. And I, I always gravitated more to reggae, but I find that I love dance all. I love doing that fast stuff, that fast stuff works for me. I try to, I try to not stay in a box, really, mm. is what it is. I try to, you know, try everything, because I'm still, I'm still like that artist that has, some more stairs to climb okay. so I'm figuring while I'm climbing those stairs why don't I give them a little bit of everything of who I am 
and then maybe they'll latch on to a particular thing that I can stick with. Mm. That's amazing. Well, I'm looking forward to not only playing your music over my shows, but also seeing you in the near future as well. Thank you so much Thank for a couple of minutes so of your time. Uh, you're you. so I welcome. Sure thing. Yes. So I got Jojo Mac here with me. And um, she's got entertainment news reports, Pistol Buzz, you can find her Buzz. Online, it's online everywhere, yes. There we go, and yeah, her label is, it. <laughs> and her label is Fire and Ice Records. Yes. <laughs>